I am the living bread which came down from heaven. In nomine Patris et Fidi et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria. Since God has given us this beautiful morning to make our procession on this external solemnity of Corpus Christi, we'll have just a shorter homily than usual. Consider paradise, paradise lost, and paradise restored. First, the paradise. Genesis 3. And Adam and Eve heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. That's what we'll do in just a moment. Together we'll hear the voice of God and see him even in his glorious and resurrected body and walk with him in the garden, in the cool of the morning. That is paradise. Paradise lost, point two. Well, we know about that. That's the fall, the uh, catastrophe, the sin. And that's the sad part about the paradise lost, is that Adam and Eve no longer were allowed to hear the voice of God and walk with him in the garden. But, Holy Father Moses on top of Mount Sinai, and we heard this last week, but it bears repeating. God Almighty speaking to Holy Father Moses. I shall pitch my tent in your very midst, And my soul, my life, shall not depart from you. I shall walk in your midst. And I will be your God, and you will be my people. This was a prophecy which has many different levels of fulfillment. Of course, it was fulfilled right at that moment when God pitched his tent, the tabernacle, in the wilderness, and the Shekinah, the glory cloud, the visible presence presence of God, the descended, and literally in that sense, dwelt in the midst of the people who were walking. All right. Paradise restored, point three. As I mentioned already, I believe, at in Nazareth, of course, they built a beautiful, well, large at least, a large basilica uh, to commemorate the Annunciation, the very spot where the angel declared to Mary. And as I mentioned before, they have a special way of writing there, that bit from the last gospel. We hear it every Mass. Not today because of the procession. And the Word was made flesh here and pitched his tent among us. That's very important. What is it about? Was it something about the geography or the water 
or climate of Nazareth that made it possible for God to dwell there, pitch his tent in that specific place? Yes and no. More no than yes. St. Augustine says, yes, but what made Nazareth a spot that God chose to dwell in was, of course, not the geography, but anthropology. A person, namely the person of the Blessed Virgin Mary. St. Augustine reminds us that Our Lady conceived the Lord first in her heart before she conceived him in her womb. That's very beautiful. So how is it that God was able to pitch his tent, the tent of the incarnate word, in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary? How did that happen? As you know, the answer is very simple. Through her yes, her yes to God, her fiat, that is what made allowed God to pitch his tent there and have room to live. Today, then, today we will again walk in the garden with God in his very presence. As we walk in that meditative way, ask God to pitch his tent in your heart in a deeper way. If you and I, truly, with the Blessed Virgin Mary, give our yes to God, He infallibly will make room in our hearts and souls for Him to dwell in in a more profound way. This is the promise of the Lord himself, which he gave to us through his apostles. The words of the promise are these, spoken at the very first Eucharist. Christ says, If any man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him with the Spirit and make our abode with him. It's not a metaphor, it's real. We have this promise again, given in a slightly different form, this time from the lips of the resurrected, glorified, and ascended Christ. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup, will eat and drink with him and he with me. God bless you and Ave Maria.